Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to the Man on the Post podcast. I am your host, Ross, and joining me as always, my trusty sidekick, Adam. Hello. And we have a, another debutant this week, uh, all the way from Mansfield, my hometown. Uh, John, hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Nice to be here. You hail from the north, but you support West Ham United. How has that happened? How has that happened? Yes. Um, they won a World Cup. <laughs> Yes! See? I oh. tell people that, and nobody believes me. So close to a spit take, then. <laughs> but they did. They did win those 66. Well, they won the 74 and the 78. I'm yeah. on the right one. No, but yeah, they won the 66. But yeah. uh, my granddad um, uh, supported them, yeah. and I absolutely loved Teddy Sheringham. So Fair when enough. he went, went to West Ham, it was then just mixing you know, family with... Yes, you know, love. So. Fair play. Can't be a bit of Teddy. He's awesome. No, you can't. It's not really a club you can be accused of glory hunting either. West Ham. No, no, <laughs> not unless I was born in like the fifties. Yeah. It's like yeah, we won the World Cup. <laughs> <coughs> right then, let's talk some Premier League football. There's, uh, there's probably going to be quite a few Leicester City fans that appear next season because <laughs> they seem on their way to winning the title. They put Man City to the sword three-one. Robert Huth with two, Mares with one before Aguero. Pulled one back at the end. Too little, too late. What? I watched the second half of this game. I'm, I was confused. It still. You wanted con- to say what the <laughs> fuck's going on here, didn't you? It, it, yeah, twenty-five games gone, and they're still top of the table and comfortably top of the table. No, this result on its own has flipped it now. Yeah, they're favourites. Yes, they're bookies' favourites to win the league. Which That's crazy. In itself, is mental. It's Leicester City. They were almost relegated last year. Isn't this like, um, and I think we're a, I think we're a, a year out. But when Blackburn won, when, mm. was that ninety five, ninety six? So yes. it could be like a, every twenty years somebody comes up. You know, well, hope for Leeds then. In the no, no, it's twenty thirty five, twenty thirty six. So, but no, it's uh, it's it's awesome to see. As I think, as I say, it's okay. it's good for the neutrals. It actually is, yeah. Adam, you've got no horse in this race. Do you want to see Leicester win the league? Uh, no, not really. No? No. <laughs> what, do you, what about you, John? Do you think... I think it'd, it'd be awesome, but you never know, because if you look like Tottenham's second, yeah. West Ham's sixth, I don't, West Ham aren't going to catch up, sadly. <laughs> but Tottenham could still do it, you know? Uh, they were a point clear, they could... Arsenal could still do it as well. No, no. no. <laughs> Tottenham or Leicester. Gonna, what, that's what... <laughs> They're going to play Arsenal next week. Yeah, that that's it. If they win that, weren't like Arsenal the first? No, to get back to the season, weren't they the first team to beat them or cause get, get them to lose points or Arsenal, something? Arsenal destroyed Arsenal them, beat, didn't they? Arsenal beat them five three or something like that. Yeah, it? the first team that they lost against this season, wasn't it? So if they can get the um, mm. if they could get re- like redemption 
on it, then then I think they're going to win. You know, they'll yeah. they'll pull ahead. But if not, then then three points against Man City mean nothing. Well, yeah, exactly. They've got to follow this up now. This is, this is a huge yeah. marker now. But yeah, if they can lose <coughs> Arsenal in kind of a, a comprehensive way, it, it this win helps you, but not as much as it uh, following up would do. Mm. I mean, I mean, when you look at as it goes on, the pressure is just going to get more and more and more. And when yeah. your last three games are Manchester United away, Everton at home, and and Chelsea away, Oof, Jesus, you need a buffer, don't you? You'd expect at games. least three points from that, but nine out of nine would be a bit. <laughs> nine yeah. points would be a bit insane because Everton, you know, yeah. <laughs> the way Leicester has been playing. Sorry to any Evertonians. And any Liverpoolians can send me some money. So. I mean, have we briefed him already, Russ? Is this is some sort of setup. No, Adam's an Evertonian, no. by the way, John. Oh, are you kidding? I honestly didn't know. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but not really sorry. So, it, feels, yeah, so. it feels like some sort of audio version of You've Been Friends. <laughs> I know, I honestly. I'm sw- I'm, I have gone so red right now. <laughs> No, I'm so sorry, but no, yeah, they, they expect at least three points out of there. So, and Everton's the one that I could see dropping it. I think. Well, you never know any of those teams that they're playing at the end. The, the best hope is that Chelsea are um, Chelsea are safe from relegation for. by that point, yeah. and would rather see Leicester win than any of those other teams. Yeah, yeah. I think they would, wouldn't they? As well, they'd rather see Leicester win it than City or Tottenham, especially Tottenham. They're not. They're not friends. <laughs> no. City though, they were Man, oh, Man City. They're appalling. In this game, they just oh, couldn't do anything. Go to show you something about their mentality when they replaced the manager before the end of the season, kind of thing. It's not not yeah. really a thing, is it? That happens. I can't remember who it was, but on our extra time show this week, they said that they're not going to play for Pellegrini now this season. They're going to be uh, doing all they can to just get this season over with, kind of as quick as possible. Yeah. Which I agree with to a point, but they've but still what got... makes you think? What makes you think that? Because, like. If you take an example of um, Bayern three years ago, at this point, that, that then they knew Pep was coming, yeah. and they won the treble. Yeah, that's but that's Bayern, Bayern Munich, no, isn't it? They, 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 it's a massively stronger squad. This Man City squad's got holes all over it. I don't know. They, they, they goal. The season they've had, Man City have not been any side currently in the top six this year. They've uh, drawn three and lost four. That's, I mean, that's not really title-winning form. But then, this is a very odd season. I was, uh, it's banging the same old drum, but that they have far too—they spent far too much money to be reliant on having company and Aguero in, in games to win them. Yeah, yeah, they should have so, a squad that can get them out of this without relying on one of those two players. When you have two centre backs that have a combined fees of something in the region of seventy million pounds, and you still need another one to be there yeah. to have any sort of semblance of a defence, <laughs> then something's gone terribly wrong. Yeah, and to give them their, and, and then to give them to make an excuse for them, that's their problem. Is that I would be willing to wager that there's very few minutes this season when Company and Aguero have both been on the pitch. Companies cannot seem to get fit, can he? And when he can, he just can't stay fit. It's, it's like nine minutes in three months, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, which is mental, really. Jeez. Yeah, relying on Otamendi and Demichelis is not, not really the answer. They, I mean, they're good defenders, but they have weaknesses, certainly. That Mangala? Yeah. Was he, he wasn't even on the bench this week. I'm not sure if he was injured or suspended or what, but he was nowhere to be seen this weekend. 
which tells you uh, how well he's done this year. So with the goals, were they more? Because uh, I've, as I said to you previously, I've not watched Match of the Day this week. Mm. Um, were they great play by Leicester? Defensive errors, keeping errors, that set plays. Because you talk about obviously um, strong defence, but there's nine other men on the pitch as well. Yeah, the ball's got to get past them. I well. mean, the first one was a, a Hoof header from a free kick from Mares. Okay, you kind of Hoof's always going to be a danger no matter who's playing at the back for that one. Uh, Mares kind of beat his man and had a nice finish past Hart, and then Hoof he just found space from uh, was it a corner I think. The... But Mares was was essentially just running through the middle of the pitch. Yeah. No, that's where you need better players there I think because Delph and Fernandinho that's not good enough I don't think as big of a fan of Delph I am he's not that sort of midfielder that's going to make you confident when a player's running towards you I don't think that's in the bird of, of zonal play have they everybody just stand where you want yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much you want to go over there? Go over there. Go on. Do what you want. Who cares? We're <laughs> Let's all getting paid in anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to Spurs, though. They continued their good run. It wasn't convincing, but a 1 0 win against Watford. Kieran Trippier with the goal. They're getting goals from all over the place this year. So, I'm kind of coming round to Tottenham because I've long been a not a fan of them, really, but they're. They play nice football and Pochettino's doing a lot for the English game with the players he's playing. It's a, it's a bright future unless he gets snapped up in the summer, but if they win the league... They could have already won the league by then, mate, yeah. Exactly, why would he want to go anywhere? <laughs> why would he go, though? If he, if, he finished, if he finished in Europe position, why would he want to go as well? Not just the league win. Do you mean top, what, top four? Cause he, yeah. He does not because... want to be the champion of the Europa League. But because they came out and he came out and said this week that the reason they didn't buy a striker in January is because they can't afford one. Yes, right. So it's belts, aren't they? Because of the new okay. stadium. Which yeah, sorry, sorry about that, Tottenham. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what Arsenal did, and they got they got through the years of paying off the new stadium, but they didn't win anything really. And then they still don't buy anyone. Yeah, it's exactly. great. <laughs> They've got this money now, and yeah, it's just sitting. They there. can see they can see the model for success. It's right there in front of them. <laughs> It's like the local council spend all the money so you've got none and then don't give you any money afterwards <laughs> to fix your oats well, I mean the final score doesn't really do this game justice Spurs had 26 shots um, 67% possession 15 corners to one of uh, Watford's but yeah a goal from the right back won it for them Those are, it's, it's so cliched but aren't they the kind of moments that see you win titles <coughs> Yeah, these are the Man United wins that when they're not playing well that won them so many titles, isn't it? 1-0 wins from a goal from someone you don't expect yeah. to scrape you through a game. Mm. Yeah. Super sub, Teddy Sheringham. <laughs> <laughs> it was normally someone random like Jordi Cruyff or someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing random about Jordi Cruyff. Right? <laughs> Jasper Blancfist. There we go. <laughs> um, let's get this one out of the way. Villa 2, Norwich 0. Come on, Norwich. What are you Norwich. doing? I'm, I'm getting there's, worried, Adam. There's no, there's no come on, Norwich. Norwich are in trouble. They are. They're in the bottom three now. I'm getting worried because Villa are only eight points away from Newcastle. That's still a lot. It's still a lot. <laughs> it is, true. Do you reckon they'll survive? Oh, no. Oh, God. They do. I will do something bad. I can't a- say what. Absol- absolutely not. I really hope not. They've been They're still fundamentally a, 
They're still fundamentally a terrible team. Yes, they are. They just played another terrible team this week, I suppose. Goals from Jonah Lescott and Gabby Agbon Lahore rolling back the years. A team that can't defend, for a start. Yeah. I mean, what, gave up five to Liverpool the, the week before. Yeah, Norwich are in deep, deep trouble, actually. They've got the joint worst goal difference in the league this year. I was going to say, yeah, Villa and Norwich are both on minus 20, so mm. defensively, neither of them are too strong. No. Because um, Sunderland and Newcastle are both on a bit of a march at the moment. Yeah. Newcastle Which, especially. Yeah. And the Swansea seems to be pulling away as well, so yeah, it's, they could get cut adrift pretty quickly if things keep going as they are. I'm still... I'm, I'm about 85% certain that Villa are going to go down, but there's that little bit there that's... Until it's definite, until that R is next to their name on the Premier League table. You're not celebrating just yet? I'm not going to celebrate just yet, no. They've, they've disappointed you so many times. <laughs> they have. Five years of doing this podcast, and every year they've survived. <laughs> Last year they survived because Hull lost to Burnley. That was the reason they stayed in the Premier League. And every year you picked them to go down? <laughs> 20th as well. <laughs> if, they go, if they're 18th, I'll be happy. <laughs> I won't be ecstatic, but I'll be happy. <coughs> I just uh, hope the, the northern teams can keep it down and yeah, that's hope so. wins. One of those teams that had a really good fight back, but it was against the Liverpool team that look shot of confidence, have a dodgy goalkeeper, have problems at the back. They're a two nil up. Uh, I, was that just a? I couldn't work out if you wanted us to pick one from the above, or that was a list. <laughs> yeah, there's many more. But I've run all out. of them. I, I'm going with all of the above. Yes. <laughs> two nil up. 70th minute, uh, Lalana makes it to 77th minute. A fair majority of the crowd walks out. Because you never walk alone. Exactly. <laughs> and then 82nd, oh. 89th minute, Sunderland put it back to 2 2. Oh, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You can see there's six goals in a week to Norwich and Sunderland. Jeez. Good work. Really good work. Just beca- because what have they got to play for? Like. Well, yeah. How, what are they doing? Like, I don't, yeah, they don't want Europa League, do they? That's the worst possible outcome, I think, from this season. Well, I know, I, I you know, I'm, I am definitely ranked as casual out of the three of us. So why wouldn't they still want to go into Europa? Surely it's because financial think, gain for them. Because they think they're too big for it. Yes, they think Absolutely. they're they're still Liverpool of the nineteen nineties and or or even the Liverpool of. Was it like 2004, 2005? Yeah, early Benitez, and then that one season under... um, When they came out at half-time against AC Milan of losing 3-0, and they got 3-3 and went in on penalties, you know, that was... 2005. 2005, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was before my son was born, so... um, (laughs) It was fluke as well. To to be fair, (laughs) that was... I I, I was sat there, you know, probably with most of the rest of the nation, watching it and going... Oh my god, come on, you can do it. Mm. I thought it was absolutely amazing to watch. I think Adam wasn't. No, I was. Because <laughs> you, well, you've got to think, haven't you? It was like, um, I want to say Fulham a few years ago when they got to the finals of the Europa. And yeah. it was like, doesn't matter if it's Fulham, it's an English team. You you are supporting England in doing this. Yeah, you see, I don't, I don't follow that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't beat yeah. to that drum. Nah, that's just fair enough. Plus, that AC Milan well, team had time some of my favourite players ever. Europa final. Uh, we got to the semi-final more recently than uh, a lot of clubs have but you know <laughs> but that is Milan team had some of my favourite players ever in that team Gattuso uh, Paolo Maldini Cafu didn't help them though did it 
No, not really. They also did have, did they have Yap Stam as well. I'm going to blame oh, him for that. They did, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to blame him for all that. Say <laughs> <laughs> so that to his face or his shoulders. It's it's like he's, he's quite tall, isn't he? So. Mm, I'm six foot seven. I'll Ross, get away. Oh, bloody hell. All right. Ross has managed to find a way to blame the ex Manchester United player. <laughs> this, yeah, Liverpool do not want Europa League, I don't think. And they're, they're safe from going down. It's a massive rebuilding job, isn't it, for Klopp in the summer? It'll be interesting to see how seriously they take this season's Europa League, though. They could get into the Champions League. Yes, the winner gets the place, don't they? Yeah. Hmm. What do we make to the fans uh, walking out? £77 is a lot for a football match ticket. Um, would you Would you pay uh, £77? No, I probably wouldn't. No, I couldn't bring myself to do that. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't pay that to see... Not as a not as a standard match, a marquee match. Talking a bit of wrestling, I'd pay seventy seven quid for a marquee match, but uh, not Liverpool Sunderland. <laughs> no, yeah, that's category games gone all wrong. That is, yeah, <laughs> Liverpool versus a slightly worse team. So, yeah, I do. The problem the problem is though is just that why people expect these. Businesses to not act like businesses. Yeah, it's exactly. I what think they it's are. a fluctuation, though, isn't it? There's, there's, there's being a business and ticket prices and and season ticket prices are not consistent, are they? Among teams, among there's no regulation. I don't think to it. Well, there doesn't need to be because Liverpool can sell out their ground twice over. Yeah, I mean Arsenal charge sixteen uh, sixteen hundred pounds for a season ticket, and they sell them all every season. Because yeah, yeah. because they have a wait. Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, whereas, fair point. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> Bolton can't yeah. do that. No, you have to charge what you can reasonably expect to get back. But yeah, I, I, there should be some sort of not a cap. So, kind of sounds right. So they've been to. So we'll take um, say Newcastle and Arsenal because yeah. I know their stadium names. I don't know Bolton's Reebok Stadium. Is it? Uh, the Macron Arena, I think. Now is, is yeah. it? Nice? Did it yeah. used to be Reebok? It did. It did. Yeah. It did yeah. Right. So let's pretend. We're nine, 2005 again. <laughs> Still the Reebok. Reebok Stadium versus um, um, Highbury. It would have been there, wouldn't it? It wouldn't have been Emirates. Yeah. No, uh, no. Was it still yeah. good? Either, either, either way, way, it doesn't matter. Carry on. <laughs> you pay your £1,600 for your ticket yeah. for Arsenal. What are you getting for that in terms of functionality, comfort, your view, etc., compared to Newcastle or Bolton kind of thing? Ignore the team because obviously the teams are very different. Hmm. What are you getting? The Emirates is a brilliant stadium. It is. It's lifeless. But then I, I seem to remember Highbury was fairly quiet a lot of the time as well. But by but the point you're making there doesn't hold up because while they are businesses, you can't. People aren't in the market to shop around. No, no, There's, no. Very true. Very true. Yeah. No, that's a very fair point. You have, it's not, it's you not have like your affiliation, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm good to, uh, I'm good to Morrison's and stuff. Arsenal fans thinking, "Fuck this, sixteen hundred quid." I go to Tottenham, must be cheap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's fifteen fifteen ninety nine. I'll take that. <laughs> but no, it's fair point. But you, you, you kind of see what I'm trying to say, though. It's like sixteen hundred pound to say probably twelve hundred as an example. Yeah. Are they worth four hundred pounds more? Uh, like the luxury, or are all the seats padded? You know, do you have a? Oh no, they're still like. Plastic. Uh, no, uh, they are padded at the Emirates. Mm. 
You can oh, get okay. a bit of food as well, <laughs> apparently. Expensive food, though. Yeah. yeah, but you don't get the food included. No, you have to pay for that as well. Yeah, so it, Unless you go uh, to Leeds. <laughs> Ticket and a pie. Pie tax. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah, pie tax at Leeds tickets. But, um, but, the, but the thing is, that you say, like, I think you were beginning to say there was like, something should be done. Mm. Like, there should be some sort of control, but there doesn't need to be a control. The control will come in itself. Because it's supply and demand, lack of yeah, demand. It, well, it's not just supply and demand. It's also when, it, it, hopefully, football clubs will have the foresight to realise that they can't eat themselves. Yeah. Because that's what they're going to do. Because the reason they sell their TV rights for so much money is because the product on the pitch. But the product on the pitch isn't just the football. It's the whole... It's Experience, the, isn't it's it? The, yeah, the, the atmosphere you can hear. The, mm. the, the sky being able to show um, before... a. A, Merse- um, a Merseyside derby or a game against uh, Anfield against United, being able to show lingering shots across the top of all these people waving flags and singing "You'll Never Walk Alone." Yeah, I mean that's exactly the same thing that all these people are willing to fly over from from Ireland or Norway and pay. Mm. If you're flying from Norway, you're you're already going to put ha- seventy-seven pounds, nothing. No, yeah. true. Yeah. But. Those people are paying to come and sit and watch the flags on the cop and hear the hear the the roar of it. Mm. So, it's very true. Yeah. Not to the same extent, but have you seen the story this week about the, um, the Leeds game against Middlesbrough has been moved by Sky, um, and a lot Leeds have a lot of Scandinavian fans, and I think there's two hundred odd Norway fans coming over that have already paid for their flights, their tickets, their accommodation, oh, and it's been moved. Really? So why did Sky move it? They've all got together and basically demanded that Sky reimburse them for this. I do think that there should be a um, there should be a rule on um, on the time but the time to which games can be moved. Yeah, I think yeah. that you should say four weeks. For example, mm. you can't, you have to give four weeks' notice to move a game or something. Yeah, we were told about I think about a week ago in the Borough game. I think is next week. And these people are out of pocket massively now and. But why have they moved it? I understand, and I remember there was a thing earlier in the, in the well, I think it was in January. Uh, was uh, they want, wanted to do a closed door game, didn't they? So Sky couldn't broadcast it. Is it the same game? Uh, no, it's a different game. The problem is no. in the football league it works differently to the Premier League. Um, I think football league they get every team gets paid the same set amount of money at the start of the season for right. their Sky games, and it's a okay. one-off fee, which is exactly the same from first team at the top of the table to twenty-fourth team. So Leeds get paid the same as Rotherham. This will be Leeds' fourteenth game on on Sky this season. Yeah. Whereas Rotherham had one, and Leeds got the same amount of money for it. Right. Okay. That's why Chelsea you know, banned them from the stadium. Which I do agree with. It's it is a bit ridiculous. But you have to kind of work within the rules. But maybe the rules need changing. But yeah, it's, that's something to do at the end of the season, though, isn't it? It's not disrupt yeah. it in the in flow. No, but he's so. a mental Italian, so he'll do what he wants. I, I didn't, you didn't even need to put the word mental there. Adam, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Everton. They got they uh, broke the run, didn't they? What do you want to talk about, Ross? Well, I'm more than happy to talk about them. Lukaku, Coleman, Lennon. It's putting Aaron, Stoke. Stoke Aaron can't this, stop scoring. They can't, can he? Stoke have this sort of, sort of false image, I think, this season. That they're kind of doing better than they are. What, you mean the one Everton have? Well, yeah, Everton are in eight. Or had, yeah. <laughs> yeah, until people cottoned on to it. But Stoke are kind of, they're doing exactly the same, aren't they? They're, they're in 11th place at the minute. 
and results recently have really not gone their way. But that, that's it's so knee jerk is the difference between being in eighth mm. and being in eleventh is one is a brilliant result because you're only a club the size of Stoke, yeah, or or your Everton. You've got all the you should be you should really be behind the these clubs apart from Leicester. Mm. Um, the other is we're eleventh and all we're closer to the relegation zone and the sky is falling. Yeah. You, you, you bottom off the table. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but really, there's so little in it, and sort of that that perception is just ridiculous. Yeah, Tony Pulis said this week that the bottom twelve teams are still looking over their shoulder. Uh, Tony Pulis is different. <laughs> his, his team is dour. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Yeah, he's not looking over his shoulder. He doesn't get relegated. He's fine. Yet. No, yeah, true. It's got to happen eventually. Same with Big Sam, but. <laughs> Everton though they were, they're pretty good aren't they really they... <sighs> could you call them consistent as a Premier League team consistently no. entertaining yes I would yeah. call them yes yeah <laughs> not maybe um, results wise but they are they're very good to watch for the neutral they've got a lot of exciting players and there's a lot of there's a lot of work rate in that team as well oh. the game was Rooney there's a lot of trying to win games as well which is exactly what I said to you the other, other week, Russ. Yeah, yeah, they're not trying to sit back. If if they're, if it's one all late on, they don't care. They're going to go for it. And if they lose, then they lose. But you've got to try and win games in this league. There's um, well, cleverly was man of the match in this game. How kind of important has he been this season? He's been missing for a little while as well, hasn't he? Well, that's the thing. That's in the, in this whole sort of. Instance where people talk about all the all the bad results. We've been missing James McCarthy. Hmm. Uh, Elka has been in and out. McCarthy uh, is the one as well. He is the one that makes that whole team tick for me. Yes, exactly. Everything goes through him, and that adds a little bit more defensively in the middle of the pitch because he has the legs that Gareth Barry has had for seven years. Yeah. So. He, he he's a really important player for us mm. and when you add in all those players that have been missing at times and I'm not trying to create some sort of sob story here because every team yeah. loses players throughout the season that's part of football but when you add that to the fact that we got to the semi-final of the Carling Cup yeah. we're still in the fifth round of the FA Cup yeah. and we were eight, and we're eighth in the table only a win behind probably being up, managing to get up to maybe sixth. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, you'd be a point behind West Ham with a win. Yeah, then you know what? Life isn't going too bad. So those <laughs> people who those people who seven days ago were calling for Martinez to be fired. Yeah, Mark, <laughs> on extra time. <laughs> more. Uh, <laughs> I've already got in trouble with those guys this week. I'm not doing that again. We have two Everton fans on our podcasts, and they're just the polar opposite of fan. It's, it's quite amazing, actually. One's fandom, one's fanatic. <laughs> Lunatic. <laughs> Lukaku scored 16 Premier League goals this season. That's the highest by an Everton player in a single season. Since, in the uh, Premier League? Yeah, since Tony Cotty. <laughs> since 93 94. So that's been a long time with no player scoring more than 15 goals. Yep. Wow. Okay. <laughs> um, it's like looking at the Tottenham, what you said earlier, aren't you? They're finding scorers elsewhere. So Yeah, true. And that's probably what makes it entertaining if somebody unexpected like Saul Campbell how many times did he crop up out of nowhere randomly hmm. like just like this comment cropped up out of nowhere <laughs> and, and scored a goal yeah. and you're like 
that's amazing. You know, it's it's, it's what he does. But uh, it's a team full of goals, though. If you've got, we had Stephen Naismith come on against Chelsea and score a hat trick. I know we've got rid of him. Hmm. It always has been, though. Well, yeah, because you naturally do, don't you? Your hat trick scores. <laughs> sell them off. Yeah. It, it always has been a team like that when so, Osman would come in and get five or six goals a season. And, well, if you look, that's exactly Aaron Lennon's just done that. It was on a bit of a run of scoring. You've got. Um, I've lost track of how many goals um, uh, Ross Barkley scored. Yeah. Um, who's chipped in with a few and he has nine assists in the Premier League, which um, a couple of weeks ago the only player ever more was Ozil. Yeah. And. Saying Morales can mm. come off the bench and score a goal. Yeah, you've, you've had to deal with Outlook Baines this season, which is a, a fair source of goals throughout the year as well. Uh, yeah, four or five, maybe, a season. Penalties. But, eh, penalties were free kicks, yeah. <laughs> no count. Goal's a goal, isn't it? Because <laughs> in, in theirs, not yours. <laughs> Let's talk about Tony Pulis' dire team. They lost to Newcastle. Um, Alexander Lemitovic with the winner in the first half. Good to see him score. This is his fifth of the season. Still a really young man, but he looks like a, a bit of a... There's a bit of a presence up there. He's also got that nutcase uh, gene that I like in a striker or in a player. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to you have just like some, You like someone who's dangerous, don't you? Yeah, that's more like Bessage, I bet. Someone with a bit of edge to them. Yeah, you never know. Goal, red card. Something's happening in this game. <laughs> Both at once, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my love for Newcastle's kind of diminished. They've got Andros Townsend now, which I'm not a fan of, but he was man of the match, apparently. You're just despised Andros Townsend. I've never quite worked out why. We had him on loan um, for about three or four games before he packed his bags up and pissed off back to Tottenham because he didn't like playing for Leeds. Um, But after one game, he was shit and he got loads of stick from Leeds fans. So he posted a Twitter picture back to us of um, his Man of the Match medals that he won when he was at Millwall. Fair enough, yeah. Big-headed dick. <laughs> to be Just fair, like him. That shit would, as well. Anyway, that could have been worse is if he was on loan at, at West Ham <laughs> and then he posted them pictures. Yeah, he would have got he would have got his house burnt down more than likely. Two Premier League assists in his entire career. That is not good enough. But how many goals for ever, for England? One. There we go. All you need. <laughs> <laughs> just got you. Just got to lace your boots up and <laughs> there you go. <laughs> You're a hero for a generation. <laughs> Newcastle, though, as I've said, they're on a little bit of a run. They're, they're, they kind of get themselves out of it and then kind of drop back into it. But they have some major injury worries at the back. But do you not feel like that um, McLaren's actually slowly building something there? Yes, Colin. Won't, Colin won't believe you. <laughs> no, I was very much with Colin this last season. I didn't like McLaren. And I thought he was overrated, and he bottled it at Derby, but. Without all the injuries they've had at the back, they're having to recall Stephen Taylor and play him. And Colicini's playing injured at the minute because they've literally got no one else. He's putting together a nice team there. I, I like the Shelby buy. That's a very good deal. I think twelve million pounds is a steal, as we've said before. But th- there's there's the makings of a good team there. But if he gets relegated, then it's going to get broken up completely. Is it? Well, Sissoko will be gone. I think Wijnaldum will be gone. Um, Jan Matt would go probably but maybe not Ashley plays by his own rules that, well, yeah, when, they went down, when they went down last time they didn't do that no they kept Carroll they kept Krull yeah. 
They kept um, Colaccini. Yeah, pretty true, actually. They went, and, they went and dominated the championship like a team hasn't done since. Yeah, a team that's gone down, yeah. They don't normally come straight back up as champions, but... Yeah, they did do that, to be fair to them. Um, just about West Brom, so I was just looking for an article I I found it now. Um, so, according to whoscored.com, Albion manage on average the least amount of shots on goal per game in the Premier League, with 9.8 efforts on goal and only averaging three shots on target. Oh my god. That's appalling. They had no shots on target in this game. They failed to score in nine of their 25 Premier League games so far. <laughs> you said, but yeah, but they're still in it well not in it you know, they're, still, they're not in relegation yeah, um, that's, that's, can, that's crazy so. it's because they can keep a, keep a clean sheet yeah so if if they can work out and even you know increase that by 50% and actually put one or two of those extra ones in yeah but the, the problem is that they've stopped keeping <laughs> those clean sheets <laughs> Adam can I tell you the reason for all this the guy that started up front this week number 10 Victor Anachebi <laughs> <laughs> Rondon and Berahino sat on the bench you're starting with Anachebe fair enough Berahino's been a bit of a twat but you know he's better he's a much better footballer he's apparently worth £25 million yeah Newcastle were willing to pay that they turned it down (laughs) mental Uh, Swansea and Palace drew one all Talking about teams who can't score, Scott Dan is their top goal scorer with five joint top goal scorer with five goals Jesus Christ yeah, they brought Adeboyer in to solve the problem. <laughs> How's that working out? Yeah, it's not done, not gone great. He's not scored uh, yet. He's, two games, he's had, but he's had what like uh, a game and a half, I think. A hundred minutes of football or something like that. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he's been training with well on his own, I think, all season as well at Spurs. So maybe he'll get the goals towards the end of the season. Swansea, though, they're they're good enough to survive the season, aren't they? They've had their scare. They have got the new manager. They have got some new players in. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows indeed. Uh, John, your team lost this weekend to Southampton 1 0. Uh, Yoshida with the opening but, goal. But it, well, Leicester, I thought we won 3 1. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so no. I played against 10 men for 45 minutes. Yeah, it wasn't 45 minutes. <laughs> okay, sorry, 40 minutes. <laughs> wasn't it like 25? He got sent off in the 54th minute. Oh, 37 how, minutes. 37 and many, minutes. And how many minutes of added time were there? <laughs> Good uh, point. Probably four or five. Well, we don't count that. We count the live play. <laughs> um, no, you're right, because after 90 minutes, he was allowed back on. <laughs> yeah. That should be Actually, a That's how it works. That'd be great. <laughs> get all your teams sent off, get a rest. <laughs> Go for it the um, last four minutes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's We've got the players... If, I don't know. Just looking at the heat sheet mm. um, on on um, BBC.co.uk, and it's just crazy how much they were everywhere. What were we doing during this time? Yeah, very much just defending. I think running back towards your own yeah. goal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Southampton are a different. Southampton have been a different team since they got Fraser Forster back in goal. Yeah, incredible. He's making a he's making a strong case for him to be on that plane, isn't he, for the Euros and. We, well, he must be, surely. England have got the embarrassment of riches in goal, really, haven't they? Surely those three goalkeepers picked themselves. Yeah. Sorry, Ben Foster, you're not making it this time. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's Scott Carson doing? <laughs> I've no idea. West Ham dominated this game, though. 18 shots, 65% possession. Of course yeah. they did. They were playing against 10 men. Well, true. But then when, when Yama's playing, he does kind of just stand in the middle of the pitch and... 
looked that, to tell people. That incident completely sums up my claims to you that that man is not a footballer. He's not, is he? It was appalling. It was human didn't defend him. He just said he can't do that. <laughs> such a bad tackle. <laughs> just not in control of any part of his body. At that point. Yeah. Just, I'm just going to use all of me to stop this man getting past me. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a liability. Looking at it from both sides, do you think um, it should have been a red card? Definitely. Yes. Yeah. It should be two red cards. He's had two three red. red cards. He's had three red cards this season. Uh, but is yeah, it... I, when I saw that, that was shock. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> he joins David Batty, Slaven Bilic, Frank Even Woodrow. Lee Catamol doesn't do that. No. <laughs> he sticks to yellows. He gets twenty-four yellows a season, but he <laughs> doesn't make them into reds. <laughs> What what West Ham season? They're in they're in sixth at the minute. Do you want European football next season? Do you want European I'm not li- football? I'm not Liverpool. I'm not going to turn it down. Am I? I'm not going <laughs> to turn down the extra exposure, the extra the pressure to help build a player. You know, mm. sometimes if all you do is play, I say just play your forty eight games, uh, forty eight games, uh, your forty games, mm. thirty nine games, whatever. Uh, plus your 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 cup games. Yeah, you're not going to grow, but it's going out, getting on the plane, going to Europe. Soaking that in can bit yeah. of culture, bit of culture, <laughs> yeah. Weekend away, yeah. Weekend away, take your missus, get married while you're there. You know, you never know. Or get married while you're over there when you're single, and then come back with one. You know, it's, it's London. Oh, that's, that's a that's a bad idea if you're if you're a Premier League footballer. <laughs> yes, don't um, have any sort of accidental shot, shotgun marriages in in Bulgaria. <laughs> no, fifty no, wages for the rest of your career. Is yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, it's it would be great to see to see what um, what Billet can do with it because do you I think it's know. needed for next season with the, the new stadium. Do you think it's an about, added? Just about yeah. Well, I don't I'm, think it's needed. I think it would be a lovely extra boost, wouldn't it? Hmm. Yeah, it's it's not going to change. Obviously, it will change ticket sales naturally. It would, but it, it won't make or break finances no. because they're going to be paying for it for uh, a while, aren't they? The um, yeah, because uh, ticket prices are going to go up, so they're going to see the, the fluctuation anyway. Uh, but with Europe, it would maybe bring in a different clientele. You know, the, the, the instant, the, their bandwagon supporters. Can some of those Chelsea fans dropping off. You mean? Yes. yes. <laughs> but the difference would be though is that you have to remember that you were in the Europa League this year. Yeah, and have been for and, a while now, and you never made it. But to, granted, you had to qualify from the very first round. It would be. If once you make it into the Europa League, how seriously would Slavin Bilic take it? If we got straight in and there was no, we didn't. Was it extra three games for qualifying? Yeah, six yeah. games, wasn't it? Three rounds. Well, yeah, three I rounds. Know, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's. I don't know. You've got the fitness levels there uh, would stay a lot higher, so maybe he'd be able to rotate a lot more and push and give it a good push. I think this season Bilic had just turned up, hadn't he? And they yeah, dealing with these qualifying round games and didn't know his squad yeah. I, know, I can kind of let him off for that one but yeah I think he, oh yeah I'm not, I'm not blaming him for this season I'm just saying that mm. well, all those, fan, those previous seasons that as, he, uh, as a fan it becomes very disheartening very quickly if you turn up and you see the kids yeah basically your third choice left back playing yeah. oh no yeah he'd have to play he'd have to play um, the um, the Randy Orton's of the team and not the Daniel Bryan's not the B plus <laughs> players um, Adam but, doesn't want that's gone straight over his head. Ah, okay. Um, but again, it could also bring in people. 
bring in signings. If if it's straight in, then you're not playing an extra six games for the same matter, you know, money and stuff. You know. Very good. Let's move on to Sunday's games. Uh, Sorry, just one. I just wanted to have one more stat about to just to bolster my Fraser Forster point is okay. that I just looked and he's been back for five games and kept five clean sheets. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? <laughs> nah, you're not going to argue with that. This is a man that's been around as well. I remember him facing him against uh, when he played for Norwich in the League One days, and he's been to Celtic and he's, he's had a fair old career at Newcastle as well. Seems to have found a home and. Saints fans that I know absolutely love him and definitely should do as well because their reserve keeper, that Gazanidis fella, he is nowhere near Foster's level. But you have to remember, level. but that's because their reserve keeper actually really is Arthur Boric, though, isn't it? Yes. Because yeah, as I was about to say, you have to remember that they that it was quite a bold move because I, if I remember rightly, Forster um, Boric even was quite impressive at the time. Yeah, a couple of good years, didn't he? Actually, yeah, he he'd some, he, had, he was he felt felt quite comfortable in his spot and he wasn't letting them down week in week out yeah so it's this uh, speaking of with him with his five clean sheets it's a question mm. I've asked um, friends before is he going to uh, sign for Liverpool <laughs> possibly is out of any other player on on the field is a key does keeper need more stability in, in his career like if you look at like Seaman and um, Schmeichel mm. trying to think uh, just and Others, um, they they had a home for a long time, yeah. and look at what the, what they achieved. You know they had fits and starts, but then you have people that like England English keepers, especially that bob, bob around. Well, just look um, at Jack Butland. He's had a lot, a lot, a fair few seasons of playing for different random clubs on loan, and now he's yeah. established as the first choice Stoke keeper. He's really shining. Yeah, and if he could be there for the rest of his peak career mm. you know it, that's one thing but bit of bobbing around teams every couple of seasons it's look, looking at um, looking at Green and yeah uh, not so much um, well Scott Carson's been around the houses as well but does that yeah. not say something about the quality of that you are as a goalkeeper if you're bob, bobbing around team, from team to team every year it, it can do but mm. it can also then be you know I don't recall there was a reason to get rid of Green when we did, he, he we, I don't think we got relegated at that season, so it's not a, you know, get rid of him for money. Uh, like Joe Hart, he's not done great, but he's still at Man City. He can still recover, and and you know, sorry, when's but, Joe Hart not done great? He's definitely going to start in the Euros, I think. Am I in some sort of yeah. different world here? Well, no, no, not not, not a brilliant goalkeeper. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying he's, he's not a brilliant goalkeeper, but he's you know probably spends too much time on his hair. Then on his uh, well, it's Sandra free. You would yeah. do it, do too if yours if you had that sort of luxury. Very true, very true. Uh, but imagine if the more point was imagine if Hart bounced around and didn't stay at Man City and and, and become their first keeper. He said he was bought in to be first choice. Like well, the United so they replaced Michael. But they, that, that's what I mean. That's what I'm saying about is that because that fundamentally players like like. Um, Ben Foster is a better example. Yeah, just weren't good enough. So they went from one club. They looked like they showed potential. He was at Watford and looked impressive. He uh, has United, his chance. Of, has his chance at Manchester United, but yeah. he isn't good enough to be Manchester United's goalkeeper. So he drops down a level, and then maybe he drops down a little bit too far. And a club that's slightly more ambitious sees him and thinks we can have him, and mm. he goes there. And again, he's he, and he's 
never quite found that sort of middle level of yeah. of where he should be, or even a club that is willing to just that is at that level that's just willing to take a like just to solidify their position with him. Yeah, so they've got to invest as well, haven't they? You know, it, it could be um, obviously when they buy them, it's an investment, but this is a training and. That's really that's the one position on the field that you shouldn't worry about. You should know who your keeper is, and you shouldn't have to like look at Liverpool, just look at Liverpool. They don't know what to do there. I think they've panicked and given him a five-year deal, and they're going to regret that massively for the next five years. Potentially, they're, yeah. they're not going to make their money back on him, and they, they're stuck with him because people have seen what he can do. But <laughs> no, they've seen what he can't do. Well, yeah, <laughs> crosses basically. And shot stopping. Corners. Yeah. <laughs> Anything to do with uh, being in the net. Yes. Yeah, Will game. I concede a goal from a corner? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Will, someone have, Will someone have had to head the ball first for me to do it? Not necessarily. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, uh, who do you support again? <laughs> oh, yeah. Everton. <laughs> but no, I, mean, I don't know. I, I think it, I agree that it could be a, a sign of, of their lack of um, talent to a degree. They're, they're, they're moving around but I don't know keepers seem to go move a heck of a lot you ha- you can have other players that, that come up through youth or even the, the late teens and they're there four or five years don't get much and then they be- become a sensation mm. but that's but also because those, are, those other players you can come through at Manchester United as a centre back and you can't get into the team because Rio Ferdinand and Vidic are there but maybe you um, get to play some games that out as a right back, look at Ryan Shawcross. Yeah, more, more positions to fill, isn't there as well? Yeah, yeah you can you can be true. more versatile. You can if you're like Phil Neville, for example. Yeah, it can play either fullback, play defensive midfield. If you're a goalkeeper, you've got one person who you <laughs> yeah. need to. Yeah, true. If you're trying to break through, there's at least two or three in the first team already that you got to dislodge while you wait for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about yeah. teams with good keepers. Arsenal, they struggled for a long time to get a good keeper, and they finally got one, and he's been outstanding for them this year. They struggled at the other end of the pitch for the last couple of games, but put that to bed. Tuna win against Bournemouth. Kind of comfortable, really. Two goals in a minute over Ozil and uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain. That'll do it. Yeah, that's all you need. Two goals in 88 seconds. Jeez. That's enough to put Bournemouth to bed. Really? Yes. <laughs> Who have Arta Boric and Golden themselves now? Enough to put a lot of teams to bed, to be fair, because it's that shock to the system, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, one, it was only one goal, guys. Two, oh, never mind. Right. It's another one. Yeah. Bournemouth had 17 shots to Arsenal's 10 on this. Matt Ritchie had five of them and didn't get a single one on target. Hey, if I can tell you anything, if you can, he's you going can to Liverpool two, this season. Thanks. You can be two 0 up against um, Bournemouth. Don't think you're safe. <laughs> Even in the 90 odd minute, you can score in the 94th minute to make it three two, and you're still not safe. Because <laughs> of experience. Oh. He's looking forward to that next round of the FA Cup. That's for sure. Payback. Chelsea, Man United. It finished one 0 Diego Costa with the late, late equaliser after Jesse Lingard had scored uh, fairly early in the second half. I thought this was a really good game, actually, for a mid-table This is fun. We get to to talk about an incident that I've only seen in one (laughs) single picture. On a still. (laughs) Yeah, there was a penalty claim. Um, I think it was early in the second half. Uh, Yes. No, it must have been first half. Because they talked about it at half-time, didn't they? Yeah, Graham Souness had strong opinions on it. Where John Terry... um, took a bouncing shot and sliced off his foot and obviously and I think it was Daley Blind who was diving to get in the way of it it hit his left elbow which was in front of his chest um, 
I, I thought there was a fair enough distance between that to give that as a penalty, personally. It, it was in no way a stonewall penalty, that's for sure. What I was trying to say to you, though, was, is if you imagine putting both your hands on your corresponding opposite opposite shoulders, yeah. and if the ball hits you there, on mm. those hands, for example, is that a handball? I'm not certain on the obviously the rules of the laws of the game. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not asking you. I'm saying like what, for my you, opinion. is that handball? Say I'm ten yards away. If you're ten standing, yards away and standing square on, so um, so the see, I is would it... I would say that is personally. Doesn't it all de- depend on speed as well? You know, it's like it's been rolled to you, is it? It's if it comes at enough speed, you don't have that chance mm. to react. I think what should have massively been taken into account here, and probably was, was the fact John Terry was John the one Terry. taking a shot, and he's done <laughs> yeah. this about 50 times over his career. <laughs> he is the master of that ball on his chest, isn't he? Well, no, it's not even on his chest. He, <laughs> John Terry runs around like a little kid pretending to be the aeroplane. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to John Terry's um, farewell season. His te- imagine his testimonial everyone's just running around his damn bus display 22 men aeroplane around the pitch I've just realised I can start working on my uh, on the game the same as the Stephen Gerrard one now yeah before or after Stevie G before or after yeah. JT well there's some that certain was... there's quite a few um, highlighted points in JT's career as well that you can work off of maybe yeah like I only learned about the other day did you guys know about this you probably did that his brother I knew his brother was a professional footballer as well yeah and he had an affair with one of his teammates' wives, obviously, mm-hmm. in the jeans. <laughs> and that player then went on to commit suicide because he couldn't live with the embarrassment. Yep. Wow. I, I was not aware of that. Yeah. So, you can edit this bit out if I, I don't know. <laughs> was he embarrassed because it wasn't John Terry? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it was the lesser Terry. Yeah. I mean, that is something as well. His, his brother Paul... John his, Terry. His brother Paul had literally <clears throat> done a John. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, he, he, I remember reading about that. Yeah, that killed himself. Right, he's awful though. He's, he's very uh, unfortunate. Yeah, what a family. Eh? Isn't his dad in prison and his mum been They're caught terrible, stealing? Aren't they? Quite yeah. Didn't his dad deal cocaine and his mum got caught stealing toilet seats? Yeah. Wow. Captain, leader, legend. The best bit is you're keeping Toilets. all of this in. Oh, I am. None of this is coming out. <laughs> I might have made so up us? that. Tw- I might have got that toilet seats bit confused with someone else. Is that Glenn Johnson? That was Glenn Johnson, yeah. At B&Q in Portsmouth. Although it could be a thing. Maybe that's what they go for. <laughs> Why yeah. did she steal toilet seats? It's not like he's, he's on he put a, five um, quid a week. He put it? a more expensive toilet seat in a cheaper box and tried to pay for the cheaper one. We got caught on CCTV. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the toilet seats aren't that expensive. What was it, like 75p difference? Or what? Well, it was in B&Q for a start. All right, seven pound fifty difference. He's not top end. Well, no. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it's not like it's going to be made out of gold. Yeah, he's not shopping at Harrods for toilet seats. John Terry's mum was shoplifting flip flops and a tracksuit. Yeah, I remember something about dog food as well, but that that might just be my imagination. Uh, This game for long periods in the second half was Chelsea against David De Gea, and De Gea was phenomenal, time and time again, making one-handed saves all over the place. Adam's long been... That's what he does. He, he is the best keeper in this league. I'm not having Courtois being better than him. He's, he's simply not. De Gea is phenomenal. Speaking of stealing stuff, didn't he get done for stealing in like his first... Yeah, didn't he go to yeah, a Tesco Express? 
Yeah. Bone lunch, yeah. <laughs> I'll let him off that. He might need the sugar. You <laughs> <laughs> right. speak the language. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I do speak the language. I just say thief <laughs> in wherever he's from. JT's family got no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she might not speak the language either. <laughs> she speaks London. Uh, Kurt Zuma, though, is out for up to six months. Did you see this, Adam, the uh, injury? No. He went I up saw to... what happened and I thought, I'm not going to look that up, it makes me cry. It's awful. He went up to clear a header, no one around him. As he came down, his right leg just jarred at the knee. It bent, oh, no. went bent backwards and he's done now, first six months. It looked awful. He tried to get up, he couldn't get up. It was a really long delay of him getting him on a stretcher and getting him off the field. Did he have, did he have oxygen on the pitch? Uh, they had it, yeah. Yeah. Fergie was happy, wasn't he? like when you saw Finger Bobby, um, I forget, I think it was on the Football Ramble when they were saying about watching the, the um, Everton Man City game in the Carling Cup, and he was like, look at this, look at this time wasting by Kevin Bryan as he's taken off with his leg in a brace, <laughs> getting gas and air on the pitch. Yeah, bloody time wasters. <laughs> yeah, six Shake months out, off. needs knee surgery. That's a big loss for them. Because he might, yeah, that could be tough back. to come back from as well. Gary Cahill's going to the Euros. Oh, God. Everyone rejoice. <laughs> They're going to reunite the Terry and Cahill axis of evil for the remaining months of the season at Chelsea. They've got the old band back together for they one have. last run. As for the quite uh, Terry, Cahill and Ivanovic. Ivanovic. <laughs> <laughs> Lampard just comes back in that, don't we? <laughs> Checked effects from Arsenal. Yeah. <laughs> Mental, but yeah, Chelsea, this was a very good game actually. I didn't have massively high hopes going into it, which is odd for Chelsea Man United, but it it was it was very entertaining. And Chelsea were worth their equaliser in the end. De Gea can only do so much without some help from his uh, back four. Right, but I was I was out. It's not just his back four either. It sounds like his midfield could have done with some help because I I was out and sort of following the the game half by. Um, Messages from Ross and half by the um, the Sky Sports app on my phone, yeah. and um, at one point they said that the Chelsea for the last ten minutes had had ninety three percent of the possession. Yeah, that was accurate as well. It was just constant De Gea clearance bombardment. Yeah, it was time and time again. It it, it came down to a daily blend slip um, that let Costa in, and that was it. That was what got them the the, the point at the end of the game. That's a bit upsetting for Manchester United then in that regard because mm. otherwise that would be one of those things where I know he's not having a great time of it at the moment, but you would pretend you'd have maybe heard if there'd been a Monday night football today. Yeah. Um Gary Neville maybe described almost as the perfect away performance where you get that yes. goal and you just defend. And essentially they've done it. They have done the perfect away performance. It's just one small error. Yeah, it was that for a long, long period in that game. I mean the overall not, possession stats are fifty fifty pretty much. It's not a mental error. It's not a positioning error. He's just he slipped. That's just luck. Yeah, he came out as close. Um, I think it was Fabregas down, and he just slipped basically at the last minute, and Costa just slipped through the middle. Rounded. Uh, Borthwick Jackson did really well to get back and block Costa's original shot, but it bounced right back to him, and he slipped it in the net. And that Borthwick Jackson, by the way, looks a player, but he also looks like he should be Will Smith's best friend in Fresh Prince of Bella. <laughs> what, what like um, Jesse Jeff? Pretty much, yeah. But more of a, um, he looks more like Will Smith. He's got a, like a, he's got a fade, but he's got a curly fade. Like he's had a Fellaini, but he shaved the sides basically. 
which looks really odd. Is I'm about a... to look. Him... I'm going to look him up on the fantasy football app and see if he can <laughs> has a picture on his profile. He's got really odd. Um, Just a picture of Will Smith. Wolves. <laughs> yeah, from Independence Day. <laughs> Not Independence Day too though. Sometimes. No. But yeah, what you said about the midfield, um, Fellaini was very much of the Pellegrini mould of just going and playing where, wherever he felt like in this game. He was giving Carrick no help. That doesn't sound right. No, which, it, it was odd. But he was just wandering around the field, doing what he wanted. <laughs> but then, by that point, they thought he'd been taken off for Schneiderlin, hadn't he? Uh, yeah, but yeah, he was he was wandering for the entire game. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean is, by that point, you wouldn't expect Schneiderlin to be doing that. Oh no, Schneiderlin was brought on with a very um, one job in mind, basically. And, and he, Daily Blind let him down the bus. Well, the first thing he did was came on and he completely took out Mikel with a two foot tackle. <laughs> Just got up and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> you can't book me, I run away. No, exactly. <laughs> Too quick. Like on FIFA 94, he's been run away from the refs, so he wouldn't book you. <laughs> Old hey, we're not so, on your video game podcast now, Ross. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> video games, nobody likes them. Um, so, but looking at it, so yeah, they lost, they lost two points, technically. They gained a point. Yeah. Um, but it wouldn't have changed where they sit anyway, would it? You know, no. they, it's could it come back and bite them in the backside later in the season? Probably not. I don't, I don't think they can catch even any of the top four really. Now, they, it, if anything, it will cost them Europe. Do you not think? I don't think so. Unless, unless City Arsenal keep losing, mental and just keep losing games. Mm. Yeah, and City as well. Unless City keep losing three one. Mm. So you're forgetting that there's a six point Arsenal. gap currently. Yeah, but you're forgetting that Arsenal play Leicester next week. Oh, true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It can be much closer next weekend. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Anyway, we've gone really long talking about those games, which we never normally do. I'm going to blame John for that. Uh, I, it's me trying to like bring business sense into into ticket sales. And <laughs> it's fine. It's a chat we don't normally have on it. It's more extra time sort of talk. We'll get you in touch with Chris. <laughs> uh, let's talk about some gossip quickly. There's more we do. Uh, Jurgen Klopp had an emergency operation. Uh, okay, that's, either, that's either fact or fiction. That's that not gossip. That is fact, apparently. Yeah. yeah. It is. I saw it as well. It's fact. I, I also read that he discharged himself from hospital today yes. to go back to the work. Yeah, straight back to work. Good man. I like that. Well, legend. He'll be fired at the end of the season. Arsenal have opened negotiations with Sanchez on a new five and a half year deal worth up to 51.5 million. I thought they'd already done that, which, if they hadn't, is already an error. Yes. So, get going. Yeah, you need to tie that man down very quickly. Uh, Claudio Ranieri has compared his side to mountain climbers, told his players to not look down. <laughs> what? <laughs> that can't be real. Oh, well, it's Ranieri. He's a... Yeah, but... What's the, what's the source? I don't get the mountain climbers. Daily Express, that one. I'm not sure where they lie in the... Um, Guardian to Metro scale. No, they normally just talk about Diana. <laughs> and immigrants. As in Princess Diana, or am I missing? Yeah. Oh, okay. no, no. No, that's fine. <laughs> I, know I, I know I went back to, 95, uh, to 2005 earlier with some references, but geez. Let's go all the way back to 97. <laughs> the Football League's website claims to have details of bonuses that were available to Manchester United squad in the 09-2010 season reportedly including a 2.5 million dollar bonus for uh, pound bonus for winning the Premier League and a 5.25 million pound bonus for winning the Champions League wow like I know that this whole football I'm sure if you 
are willing to go into it and read the detail of some of this stuff and you care about it, yeah. maybe it's fascinating. But essentially, that story tells me footballers given large bonus to do well. Yeah, I mean, we all play I mean, football manager. It's one of the things did, you do at the start of every season. Nothing I wasn't expecting already. No. Along with that, when they leaked the information, the same website leaked the information about Gareth Bale's transfer. Yeah. Real Madrid pay lots of money to sign player. Yeah, yeah shock basically. horror. I mean, yeah. I knew that. <laughs> I'm loving uh, Johan Kabaya's the most recent footballer to post a picture of him in his front room uh, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Uh, he wasn't sure who to pick, though, Broncos or Panthers. I'm not sure who he went for in the end. I mean, I, you went to bed, I watched him again, so I went to bed at four o'clock. So if Johan Kabaya had to train in today, a bit leggy. <laughs> I mean,. At any club that didn't have Alan Pardew as manager, that would, you'd be in the in the office, wouldn't you? Pardew was in Crystal's watching it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Villa boss Remy Gard is going to use Leicester City's rise from Premier League strugglers to title contenders as inspiration for Villa's survival battle. Mm, good luck, Remy. Yeah, yeah, but that happened over seasons. They've got they've got weeks. <laughs> What's he going to do? Put together a montage and put it to some emotional music. Yeah. <laughs> Rocky had a montage. Uh, see, if can, see if he can get himself some video footage of Jamie Vardy racially abusing someone. <laughs> this is in the Daily Star, so um, already the error in the first, very first line. Saints defender Victor Wanyama, he's a midfielder, well done star, um, is going to pay back his teammates with donuts after his first red card of the season, uh, his third red card of the season. So what did he pay on back with? Is it like a reverse anniversary thing? <laughs> Well, what I want that to be is I want I want football leaks to be on his contract because I want to see if that's contractually spe- <laughs> specified. That'd be amazing. Three red cards and you've got to bring donuts in the next day. Yeah, five cases of Dunkin' Donut twelve packs. <laughs> creep. <laughs> uh, right, chaps. I think we're about we're about done. We've gone longer than we normally do. Uh, we, of course, will return next weekend. That doesn't include Mondays. Um, extra time we'll be back uh, in the midweek at some point they're kind of recording all over the place to fit in around Mark's um, jet setting lifestyle he was in Milan last week he was in Athens this week uh, he's in uh, Germany next week Croydon what a life that man leads yeah, I'm just in gospel in my house pretty just dull get in, get in, <laughs> just get him in Croydon <laughs> oh. I don't think he uh, ventures that way <laughs> Um, but yeah, we they'll return in the midweek with the Extra Time podcast with um, guests galore and preview preview chat for the weekend's games and preview chat of any games that happened early in the week. We'll be back on Sundays. You can find us on Twitter at Man on the Post. You can find me on Twitter at Ross Bell 1984 and Adam on Twitter at AdamSA101. Uh, John, what is your Twitter account if people want to chat to you? It's the Born Gamer with an E uh, with, at Born, so B O R N E. Okay. Excellent. So uh, hopefully you'll get a little Man of the Post bump from uh, being on here. It's pretty cool. Don't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> it might be me. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But hey, as long as I don't lose people for being on here, it's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next weekend. So until then, um, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Adam. Bye. Bye. Goodbye from, from me, John. John I guess. Bye. John, listen, I do this. You say goodbye. All right. So all right. All right. <laughs> well done, Chris. And Come it's on. goodbye from John. Hello. He's not goodbye. You could, he said goodbye. You can edit round that. I'm gonna. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Until <laughs> uh, next week, all the members have the old man on the post. Yeah.